0: Hello, and welcome to Brand Clarity by Visions to Images, where we focus on strategy and business development for entrepreneurs at all different levels through branding and digital marketing techniques. Susie Libertor is the founder and art director of Visions to Images Creative Services, LLC. For the last decade, she has personally been instrumental in bridging gaps between the global digital market and neighborhood locations for some of the biggest brands around. Growth is possible for even a single location with the right professional branding techniques and Suzy's signature strategies of Visions to Images. Stand out from your competitors and bring your visions to life while watching your sales skyrocket. Your host for this is Suzy Liberatore, owner of Visions to Images. Hello, everybody. Today, I have Marnie Swedberg. She's a leadership mentor, and I have her on the podcast, so I'm super excited to talk with her. She has some great topics, and I really enjoyed learning more about her before this podcast. So tell us how you kind of got started in this field, who you are, what you do, and then we'll jump in. So I am
1: a leadership mentor, and I work with leaders all over the world, basically online and both doing that and live conferences and training programs like that. And how I got started, I think, is because I really struggled learning as a child. And as an adult, I finally could read. Like, I, I didn't really learn how to read until I was a grown up. And so once I started to read, I was like, oh, I just devoured everything. I just couldn't stop reading. And my love affair with authors and with trainers and mentors and leaders started at that point, I think, when people would make themselves available to me through a book or in a training program, a conference or something like that. And I got so much out of it. And I grew just by leaps and bounds because people took the time to not only know what they know, but took the time to learn how to communicate it in a way that others could actually absorb and use it. And that affected me so much. And so Uh, As I went through life, I just didn't really see myself as that person. I was an entrepreneur. We've owned some businesses, restaurant and retail store like that. And I didn't honestly understand that what I would become would be a mentor. But through all the things that I've done in my life, it has moved me forward into this position where I have business background and I have a speaking background and writing background and marketing background. And I've got all these things that I can bring to the table now as a mentor, which is truly amazing. And it's just my joy to watch light bulbs go on in people's heads, just like they went on in mine. And they still do.
0: (laughs) No, it sounds like you have so many great skills and so much to bring to the table. And I love that. And it's amazing that you're able to help people because my biggest thing whenever I tell people Hire a mentor. I always say, like when people say, "What's your best advice?" My best advice is always to hire a mentor, however they call themselves, whether it's business coach, whatever, whatever they are, whatever they call themselves. You need some type of mentor, depending on what your goals are. It could be personal or for business, right? But a lot of times, as business owners, we need a mentor, period, because we can't do it and we don't know what we can and can't do because there's so much in our mind and it's just huge mindset. There's just so much, right? So business owner I mean I have several mentors as well we always need that period
1: <laughs> yeah i think if mentorship is something new to you or if you've just never really thought you should go if you go to marni.com you can just request there's a free mentorship assessment there there are actually 20 different styles and types of mentors that that are available to you as a human and you'll naturally kind of gravitate toward a few of those. And some of those are not going to work well for you. You're going to like, as you go through the assessment, you'll be like, I really need more of a coach person or actually I really need an analyzer, someone who's going to come in and really deep dive it. Or maybe you need a combination of five or eight of those. So the assessment is going to help you not invest money where it's not going to help you. The assessment is free and you can just go take that and see exactly where you need help now.
0: That's perfect. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. All right. So let's dive in. I know we were talking about the five principles of maximizing you. You told me a little bit about this before, and I'm super excited to kind of jump right in with you. So go ahead and get started with number one.
1: Okay. Uh, before I do number one, I realized I'm not sure if I said where they can get that assessment. So let me go back to that. Uh, just at Marnie.com. It's just my name, M-A-R-N-I-E.com. There we go. Okay. Suzy, you are just a pro at branding. Thank you. And one of the hardest things to do when you're working with somebody who's getting branding is to narrow down the big world into what describes you, right? And so when you're thinking about how unique you are, I always say, put your thumb up and look at the thumb and that one inch of your body is so unique that it can convict you of a crime in a court of law, one inch of you. Wow. Now you think about your entire being. And I'm going to go ahead to point number two. Principle number two there is when God strung together your three billion base pair of DNA, he did it in a particular way. You are so completely unique from anybody else. And how you process life, how you process relationships, how you process business is going to be different from anybody else. And what happens is because of how the world is structured, when you cross paths with someone who needs a someone like you, and you are living fully as yourself, you're actually drawn to each other. And that's how we choose which stores we shop in. Absolutely. Which churches we go to, which restaurants we enjoy which friends we prefer to hang out with. We have all of these things that are so unique to us. And yet I think a lot of people really aren't comfortable in their own skin to say, it's okay for me to be 100% me. We always accommodate everyone else, but you have to, if you're going to truly become clear about who you are, you have to be okay with who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can reach out. Yes.
0: So I know as branding, I mean, we always talk about what makes you unique. Even as working with franchises and corporations, they always have that corporate <laughs> marketing and they have they have to stay within guidelines and compliant and all that. But so many times people come as franchise owners to me, well, we have a marketing team. They're they're okay. They do it. They post stuff. We get it done. But we're just missing stuff. We're missing the local presence, right? We're missing yeah. how to really show up as our unique franchise so that we're not competing with the franchise down the road right? So it's the same thing as understanding how you're unique and what sets you apart. And it's funny that you also talked about where we shop and where we eat because a lot, I have a Facebook ad that that talks about those things, right? Do I look like my son? Do I like these colors? All of these different things. So people can understand like, I have my house decorated a certain way. I have my colors. I have my fonts. I have everything identified. And when it comes to the business, understanding how to reach those people in my unique way as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Because you can't just say as a restaurant, I serve chicken lovers because you might be KFC or you might be Chick-fil-A. Those are completely different chicken lovers. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, the more specific you can be about who you're going to serve, the more likely they're going to find and resonate with you and want to do business with you.
0: Absolutely. I love it. What's the next one?
1: Number three, body electric. I have a whole program that I do on this, and it is basically the concept that you are energy, that you are alive and you are actually electric. So for example, if I took a brick and stuck it up against a live wire, nothing would happen. But if I take you, Susie, and stick you against the live wire, all kinds of stuff is going to go on and it's not necessarily going to be good because you don't belong against the live wire. And so when we recognize that we are vibrating, that we have energy that is not only flowing through us, but energy is flowing to us. And then it's flowing out from us to other people and we get to choose what energy comes toward us, what we do with it and how we release it. And so I like to think about like the plants in the, in the plant kingdom. You've got an acorn tree or you've got a corn kernel, uh, you know, you've got the acorn or the corn kernel. And what you plant is going to you know, determine what grows because there, those seeds are that is going to lie in the ground. It's going to vibrate like a corn or it's going to vibrate like an oak tree and it's going to produce what it's supposed to produce because it knows what it is. And that's all it knows to do. And so it does it. Whereas with you and I, we have the opportunity to either behave like ourselves or try to behave like somebody else. And as we behave like somebody else, we get all kinds of crossed and mixed messages Coming to us. And we don't have to have that happening. We can get very clear. So uh, coaching that I do with people is called courage and clarity coaching, because the more clear you are about what you're here to do, and again, you're designed uniquely you, we need you in the world. But once you get clear about that, then you have the courage to actually step out and do what you're supposed to do because you're not afraid a that you're going to get electrocuted or B, that you won't have enough power to do what it is you're supposed to do once you're clear that your body electric that you're unique and that you have a work to do here in the world then you can get go out there and do it
0: hey hey let's stop for just one second during this podcast episode i know you're so excited to get back and listen But I wanted to chat with you and talk about how we really work with businesses. What we really do is we dive in and we ask so many questions. We go through a series of questionnaires and extensive research to really help you get a clear, identifiable plan of action that needs to happen for your business. If you want to hear more about this, go to visions2images.com, click the contact us button, and we will be happy to set up a time to chat more. Yeah, I agree. Um, In a sense, obviously we're, You have that clear messaging. You have to have clear messaging, a clear brand, a clear mission, clear audience. Like everything needs to be clear with all of those things when it comes to, you know, finding yourself and being you as well as your business. So it really ties in perfectly together.
1: Yeah. And it is, it's all kind of the same thing. It's just coming at it from a different angle. And one of the things that I, uh, try to help people with this um, resonance, how specific you are. When you're in your car and you're tuning to the radio stations, uh, you you just don't stop at all of them. You don't like all of them. You just like some of them or one of them. Maybe you don't even like that what that has on right now. But the amazing thing is just like radio waves are all around us right now. We can't see them and we can't feel them. But all we need is the tuner and then we can tune in. But they're all around us. And that's the same with ideas. And I think for business people, what happens is because we see somebody had a good idea, we think, oh, what a great idea for me. But that isn't always true. And I think the more you realize that you are so unique, and just like your taste buds, and just like your ears, and like everything else, you have a preference, you have a way of doing things. You actually embrace that and say, I'm not weird. I'm special. (laughs) This is how I'm supposed to be. And as I use this part of me, That's how I bring the fullness of what I'm created to do to the world. And without it, with me just trying to copy other people or do other things, I only bring a portion of that to others.
0: You're very interesting and in this sense where I went to college for a bachelor's of fine arts and a lot of times teachers would say, oh, you're not the best designer now. They shouldn't have said that, but they did because I knew I was not necessarily the best designer, but they told me that I would rock out with like managing a team and managing clients, but still be a designer. And it was funny that that worked out the way it did. But the fact is, is I've never really, I've had my own style, my own style in a sense where I like abstract. I like things kind of messy, but I like them simple as well. So there's always these different ways for me to visualize things for clients. But the other piece that's interesting that you were talking about is competitors. So, a lot of times we will always compare ourselves to somebody else, whether that is a competitor, a friend, whatever. We always compare ourselves or we say, Oh, what are our competitors doing? It is good to look at that, but it's not good to get those frustrated and mad and stuck feelings that I know you're going to talk about in a second. But understanding can you pull inspiration and how can you be unique based on kind of what they're doing, just making it your own twist and turn, but not copying them.
1: Yeah, that's just so huge. And there's a there's a verse in the Bible. King Solomon said, "There's nothing new under the sun." And so, basically, no matter what you think of doing, somebody's already done it. Put the worry about using somebody else's idea just right to the side, and don't worry about that unless you know, unless you're going to try to rewrite the book they wrote. Don't plagiarize, but at the same time go ahead and use other people's ideas. It's all somebody's idea. Every picture you've ever seen was an original somewhere sometime. It's somebody's head. Yeah, I mean, out in somebody's life. So as we are looking at other people's ideas, the key here then is to let your, I I just call it being wide open. Just be wide open. Turn the channel. Check out all the stations. Listen, watch, enjoy, appreciate, value, say, wow, great idea. And then just let all that incubate and flow through. And as you're sleeping at night, most of the time, that's what your brain is doing. It's dissecting everything you saw that day. So it's so different from competition. I love the word collaboration. So in the world, we're all collaborating. I'm collaborating with you, Susie, and my garbage man, and the people who are getting my energy to my house, and my dentist, and my children. We're all collaborating to make this world work. And so the sooner we recognize that the world is a collaborative effort and not a competitive effort, that's when we are free now to actually absorb and really study and learn from everybody else, what everybody else is doing, and then identify But for me, what's the best thing that I can do? And then we can personalize that and really just apply it to whatever process or project we've got going on at that time.
0: Yeah, I agree. I love it. So number four, what do you have for us?
1: Mission, vision. And this is now, do you have a process for doing a mission and vision statement with your clients? Just curious. Not typically, no. Because they usually come to you with something like that already in place, right? So. At Marty.com, there's a mission, vision, training that I do. I've done oh, I'm, uh, thousands and thousands of times with people and you can do it on your own. And what I do is I have the main mission, vision. So you go through it once for yourself, then you go through it for your business or whatever you're doing, your project. And I do a mission, vision statement for any major project. If I'm going to invest more than six months into something, I do a mission, vision statement for that project. And get really, really clear about what I'm going for, what I want to accomplish, who it's for, the, the, even the vehicles it's going out for. And I've got, I've done so many of these now that I can get them done in like 15 minutes, a whole vision mission process, just because I've done so many. But if it's your first time through, you would expect one to two hours to get very clear. And then it'll keep evolving. But the power, again, of a mission-vision statement is to help with that clarity piece. And once you are crystal clear about what you're doing, then you'll have the courage to go forward. And actually, you'll begin to, if we go back to Body Electric, you'll begin to really resonate with that and to actually draw to you the things that you need to complete the project. As long as you're confused, things will come toward you that think they might be for you, but you'll repel them or you won't see them. They'll just go by you. You won't even notice. And so this clarity piece is so important before you can have the courage to actually step out. And that kind of brings me to the last part. Can I talk about the test that we can do?
0: Absolutely. Talk about it.
1: Yeah. So just earlier today on social media, I posted a meme that was about a traffic jam. Because when you're in a traffic jam, it's super frustrating, right? You're just like, I just want to get home or I just want to get to the meeting, wherever you're going. You just want to get out of the traffic jam and get there. But the thing, the beauty about a traffic jam and using this as an analogy is when you are working towards something and you're going directly toward it and then you find yourself in a traffic jam, the question you need to ask isn't did I really need to be here right now? The question is, am I heading in the right direction? So is my car pointed in the right direction for where I want to go? And if it is, then you just use the time you have in the traffic jam to call a friend or listen to a uh, audio or, or uh, pray or something. You know, use your time wisely there, but recognize I'm on my way. I'll get there. This too shall pass. But the alternative is that you're stuck and you can't figure out why. So that's such a different feeling than a traffic jam. In a traffic jam, you're stuck and you know exactly why. It's like, it's just not time for me to go yet. As soon as this frees maybe you can't see why, but you know why. And so as soon as this frees up, you're going to just go fast forward again and no problem. You're fine. You're pointed the right direction. You're in your car. You're, you're okay. But the other kind of stuck is the confusion stuck. And that's the stuck where I don't even know if I'm on the right road or I might be on the right road, but I don't know if I'm going the right direction or I don't even know if I'm in the car yet. You know I mean? You're just stuck. You just don't know what to do next. And it's back to that clarity leads to courage piece again, where once you get clear about what you're supposed to do, and maybe it's your next step, but more frequently it's overall, your next project, your next thing that you're moving toward. Like, It's so nice that when a baby comes into the world, every parent knows their job for the next 18 years. No question. You're going to raise that child to become an independent adult and you're going to do the best at that, that you know how. There's no ambiguity. Now, there may be setbacks, there may be all kinds of stuff, but you know what to do. Whereas when you get a new project or a new idea for a business or something like that, a lot of times there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of ambiguity. You aren't exactly sure. You don't know, and all you have is ideas flying at you, and you just get buried in the ideas, and you spend all your time chasing bright, shiny objects, and you're not making progress. And that's where the clarity piece can really make a huge difference.
0: Yeah, I'm huge about clarity. I mean, the podcast alone is called Brand Clarity. So it's figuring out what your purpose and clear about. But beyond that, as we launch new things or do new projects, like you're saying, we have to really understand the clear vision and not get distracted. So many times, even mindset or just figuring out, like you said, like, what is this mission of this project? Like, why why are we doing this? So you can stay focused and get that clarity and figure out if it is a good option for you or if it's not. A lot of times, you know, I know I've tried to launch... Many things, and I've tried, and sometimes they are successful and sometimes they're not. Mm -hmm. But the ones that aren't successful are because they're rushed, because I didn't have that clarity, because I didn't do it properly. Right. So, but nobody knows that besides me. And I could or could share it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm very open. I'll share stories. But the problem is with that clarity, like we really have to understand that clear purpose for everything. So, I love that you talked about that. And even with your brand, just understanding. I mean, I always talk about making sure you know who your audience is and making sure everything is clear, consistent, cohesive, like everything flows. So, yes, absolutely.
1: And, you know, you talked about the failures, too. So the failures come either because we didn't have a we didn't have clarity and we went just running pell mill in the wrong direction or something. Or they come because there was something down that path we needed to learn. Before we got back on track, it could just be a little detour. Jacqueline Bowright taught me this. I was interviewing her on my show years ago, and I said, so what do you do when you're disappointed? Because her life had been so rough. And and she said, you know, I really don't have disappointments anymore. And I said, okay, that's a concept. I don't understand what you're talking about. (laughs) Tell me how you don't have disappointments anymore. She said, well, I have things that hit me like I'm in a car crash or something. I have I have things in my life that hit me and they surprise me and they maybe even hurt me. Immediately, I have learned that they are going to be used for my good. So why would I be disappointed? All I start doing is I just start looking for the good. Like, I'm so curious. One good is going to happen here. And that's back to the collaboration versus competition. As we become very clear that no matter what we're doing, it's going to be used for good, then we can relax into that. And then the other point I just want to loop around to, I do a time management training. And in there, I talk about procrastination. And procrastination is actually a conscious choice of the subconscious mind. (laughs) So it's like a specific response right to do when you're just not 100 convinced that what you're supposed to do is the best thing you could do with your time or your money or whatever when you are convinced to your toes that this next thing you're supposed to do whether it's emptying the dishwasher or launching a shuttle if you're not sure you're just going to find something else to do it's just going to be busy 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 can't get to that right but as soon as you're crystal clear it's like the earth moves (laughs) to make a way for you to do what you know you have to do next. So with branding, and I, I just want to put a plug in here for branding too. Branding is so critical because it takes all of these concepts I'm talking about and pulls them into one cohesive public front. Exactly. So you can't do branding if you don't have this back work. Oh, for play. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the example, I think there's one example I want to use earlier in my career. People that would make the art for me, what would, graphic artists. There we go. I lost the word, graphic artists. And I'd say, I want a picture that makes me feel like blank. And then here's the words to put on it. Well, they would come back with 20 or 30 beautiful pictures, none of which resonated with me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I know better than this. I need to go find my own picture and then tell you, I want something like this. So it didn't have to be, I didn't have to own it. I just had to show them what I'm looking for. It's a huge world. How is somebody else supposed to just figure out what we're thinking? So the more clear we are, the more times we will help by saying sort of like this and this and this and this and pull from many different things. And I do that for book covers and things like that. I like this aspect of that. So you can get very specific and really help your graphic artist or your branding specialist to work so much more effectively with you if you can get very clear. And again, this is where you start collecting things on Pinterest and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's good collaboration in a sense too. And what I've done with my clients is there's always questionnaires, there's always strategy sessions, like all of that. Even if, if they just come for something small They still, I have to do some type of intake, right? Yes. I can't read their minds and they they might not even know what they want or need, or they don't have that right place. They have their logo and they're fine with their logo, but they don't have all the other stuff. So there's a lot of different pieces that come before all of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a continual.
1: The beautiful thing is you're
0: going to continue to grow
1: and to be better express what is in you. And that's, that's really what it is. You're not actually changing into, you're not morphing into a whole new set of DNA. You're actually just discovering who you are and being able to communicate that better.
0: I agree. Yes, perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of these great tips. And they were so great. Um, I really enjoyed listening to each one and seeing how they really can come together with branding and personal and business, all these things, right? They're so important. So I definitely enjoyed listening and chatting with you. Well, thank you for having me, Sue
1: Lee, and thank you guys for listening. Absolutely.
0: Thank you everybody for listening in on today's brand clarity episode with Susie Libertor. Two things first and foremost, please, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave some positive reviews. Also, don't forget to sign up for stop sending your customers to the competition and get my insider secrets to compelling branding that converts. You can find that at branding-bridge.com. It's a free workbook for you to check out right now. All of the branding techniques and strategies that I use for my paying clients.